The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hello, beloved seekers. Welcome to Angel Talk. I'm your host, Rachel Corpus. I'm an angel communicator and psychic medium and minister at Unity Center of Des Moines and a mama and a wife and all the things that bring me joy. And also you bring me joy. Did you know that? I just want to pull that in for a second. You bring me joy. I want to thank all of you who are listening to every episode. I feel your love. Thank you for all of you who are reaching out to me to say what this podcast means to you. And hey, let me know what you want to hear about. And if you'd like a reading on this podcast, let me know. I'd love to have you on and we'll hear what Spirit has to say for you. Well, today I'm going to talk about a scary paranormal experience I had a few years ago. And I'm not sharing this for entertainment value. I'm sharing it because I've been noticing lately that as we shift into this next phase that we're going into as spiritual people, as people in general, we're more in tune with duality. So we have the light and dark. We're going to make sure we stay with our theme that we're not calling light positive and dark negative. Let's just talk about energy as neutral. And yet what we perceive as negative or dark can be scary and it can be from a different dimension or have different, I guess, objectives as far as why it's communicating with us. This was a demon experience that I want to tell you about and it was very scary. I haven't been able to share it many times because it brings so much uh, fear in me. And I want to just say The fear is like candy to beings that have um, bad intentions. So we want to manage our fear. And the best way to manage our fear is to remember we are made in the light. We are beings of light. We are protected by light. We're protected by our creator. If that's God for you, Gaia for you, 
you're right. You're protected in that light always. And you're going to hear how that worked for me. It saved my life here in a second. So here's the story. In about two, the years 2000, I would say, I was living with my parents in Fort Madison, Iowa. I had decided to leave my first husband and move back home with my parents. They lived in Fort Madison because dad was a principal at that time. And I just needed a landing place. I was in graduate school. I was beginning a relationship with the love of my life, but trying to go as slow as possible. And I had a whole bunch of identity shifts happening. I didn't feel happy, and yet it was supposed to be the best time of my life. I was growing in ways that I didn't yet understand. I did not really identify as spiritual. I identified more as religious at that time. And for me, just speaking for me, identifying as religious did not work. It was starting not to work because the rules involved with Catholicism, as lovely as they were for me at some point, started to, to stifle me. And I needed help asking more. I needed to dig in. I needed to discover. And because that need for discovery and all of these changes in my psyche and my spirit were happening, I believe I became vulnerable for an entity that had bad intentions. This house my parents lived in was right next door to the Catholic Church and the rectory. So there was a lot of old beings around there that um, spoke Latin. I could always see angels, of course. I could also see what I guess would be fallen angels. They were angels of the darker realm. And they were around as well. I would often see them observing people as they walked in. I would see them sitting quietly and respectfully, honestly, during mass. But it was the angels that were light-filled that were dancing and singing and flying around. And I wondered why these darker angels or fallen angels were there. I still don't have that answer. But my parents' house was right next door, and often I would feel the energy of the church and the rectory moving over into our house. And at some point, my parents actually asked the priest to come over for dinner, and they became friends. Going to sleep at night in my bedroom with my parents down the hall I often felt like I was being watched, not from just across the room, but sometimes two feet from my face. I spent a lot of time with my head under covers, sweating, but not wanting to look because I was scared. I knew that something was there. My dog would not go in the room. He would only go in if I was with him for just a minute, and then he'd get nervous and walk back out. He often would stand in the hallway and growl at nothing. There was something happening in that house that I didn't know what it was, but it was scary. One of the times I was at home, my ex-husband came to visit. We were going to talk things through. And in our bedroom upstairs, we fell asleep. He fell asleep. I was wide awake thinking, 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 thinking. Wide awake, I felt something at my feet heavy 
almost like a large dog had jumped on the bed and was slowly moving up my legs. I really thought it was our golden retriever. I kept my eyes closed and as I got toward my stomach, it felt gross. I had a stomach ache. And as it got to my chest, I couldn't breathe. Even now telling the story, I remember and I'm having trouble catching my breath. I opened my eyes and I saw the most frightening thing in front of me. Above my head, above my face, just about a foot and a half or two feet in front of me was this grayish white face. It had human facial features. The mouth was different. The teeth looked pointy. The eyes were inset. They were dark. The hair looked like it was white and gray, and it almost looked like it was underwater. It was moving, and I couldn't tell if it was air or water, and it was just a face, but this face was screaming at me, and I had this feeling that I knew what it was saying, but I couldn't understand the words, and as it spoke to me, I could not breathe. I was frozen. I was not gasping for air anymore. I was frozen as if there was some energetic blanket over me that was in my lungs, covering my mouth and my nose. In my mind, I tried very hard to kick my ex-husband, to grab him, to try to wake him up, but my body couldn't move. I could hear as I yelled, I could hear a grunt coming from me, but I couldn't make words. This thing was looking at me smiling, and I felt that my life was being torn from my body. I panicked. I was scared. I thought this was the end. And then in my left ear, I heard the word clearly, pray. And I did. And in that panic, the only thing I could think of was, I love Jesus. I love Jesus. I love Jesus. And I repeated it. And as I repeated this just maybe four or five times, that entity moved off of me and I could take a breath, caught my breath. That demon stayed in my room the rest of the night up in the corner watching me, ready for me to take down my guard, ready to do it again. And in my research since then and other um, happenings with other people or in my own life, I do believe that that being was trying to either kill me or get into my body. I watched that thing up in my room until dawn came. I would peek out from under the covers. I would see it there and I would pray. I love Jesus, I love Jesus, I love Jesus. And that consistent, I love Jesus, and I'm sure I threw in some Hail Marys and Our Fathers, that kept it away. I didn't know at that time that I had the power to clear something like this. I felt very much like I was the victim and that any time it could ha happen again. I didn't go to my parents' house much after that. I had to keep my visit small because I was so very afraid and I prayed constantly that nothing like this would happen to my parents or their dog or my brother and his family when they came to visit. 
And more than likely it didn't and wouldn't have because they are not as intuitively inclined as I am. Perhaps when we are spiritual, especially when we don't know it, we become a magnet for negative spirits or dark spirits. And we don't always know their motive and that's good. Let's not go in and figure out what's their motive, what makes them tick. Let's not make any relationship with these beings whatsoever. Let's just know a couple of things. We are more powerful because we are made of light. Praying, using the word Jesus or creator, whatever makes sense to you, God, that is anecdote. That is, um, that's the antidote. That is the bug spray. That is the repellent. That is the killer for these things. And now growing into my gifts, I realize I have the means to clear it away. Discover a new relationship and approach to life through the space between. Join spiritual teacher Brittany Mondito for a moment of silence, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute's beautiful campus in Rhinebeck, New York. Everything we're searching for lies behind what we're running from, Brittany says. Reconnect with your inner sense of safety, grounding, and centeredness. Learn more today at eomega.org slash thrive. If I were to go back and re-experience this, here's what I would have done differently. I would have the next morning, or maybe even that night, I would have gathered my materials and done an immediate clearing. I would have gathered my holy relics, including my holy water, my Palo Santo wood, my dried white sage, any crystals that I thought would be appropriate. I would most certainly call in my angelic team, my angels plus Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, Archangel Uriel, if there are any human spirits involved. And I would clear away anything that did not belong, knowing that Metatron would take any being back to its dimension. Archangel Uriel would take any human souls back to God. And Michael would be there to protect us, to protect me. I didn't have a chance to clear that house. And I worry about it sometimes. You know, what I really should do is I should ask the angels for permission to clear that house from where I am. If it's for their highest good, I believe I can clear it from here and perhaps that's needed. I know now that it is part of my role and perhaps your role, think about it, to clear away things that are getting in the way of our joy, of our livelihood, to clear away entities, attachments that mean us harm and to assert our loving, strong light because that's what counts. I also would have walked through the house and closed portals. There's another podcast episode I'd love for you to listen to. It's about closing portals. And many of you are ready to hear that and close portals in your homes and buildings. And I always remembered that the basement felt off to me. The basement in that house was a really cool basement. The back room had been painted with benches, almost like a group met there. And I'm sure it was something innocent, like a youth group or something, but underneath that concrete, underneath that soil and that limestone of the house, I didn't feel well. 
I would go down to put laundry in and it was nice and bright. My parents had it well organized. I think dad even had an office down there, but I could not stay down there. I had to go back upstairs. I felt frightened like someone was right behind me. Now, years, years later, well, that was 2000, so 21 years later, I don't get scared about those things. I feel them and I give them the energy, energy level of termites in the kitchen or ants in the kitchen, annoyance, a nuisance, but I know how to clear it. Just last night, we heard something in my boy's room. And boy, that makes me mad. When spirit comes in and they're messing with my kids, I get mad. Well, my husband was in there making their beds, getting their beds turned back before bed. And he heard a large or loud exhale and so loudly that he thought it was me coming up from the steps, but it wasn't me. And he didn't say anything. But then about a half an hour later, we tuck um, the boys in and Sam says, I keep hearing something like breathing or a sound of like a cat hissing. Well, of course me, I'm trying to figure out what it could be anyway. And I said, well, is your window open? Is it a kitty from outside? I said, no, I don't really think it actually is a cat hissing. I'm just trying to describe it. It sounds like somebody who's right by me and they're exhaling. So I offer to sit in the bedroom and I start my prayers. I start to clear the room. And then I take a minute to text Ed and he says, I heard it too. And there's just something about somebody else saying, I heard it too, that makes that little girl in me get real scared for a second. But then I grounded myself and I remembered, no, this is my house. I'm the boss. This is what's happening. Whatever you are, whoever you are, it's time to go. In that moment, I didn't pull out a bunch of tools, but I am today. I'm going to go back. But in that moment, I spoke quietly because my boys had now fallen asleep, but in a whisper, I said out loud, in the name of Jesus Christ, whoever is here that is not connected to my family or my angels, you must go. In the name of Jesus Christ, I banish you from this place forever. You are not welcome here. This is not your home. And then because it feels right to me, I said a couple of our fathers. Then I talked openly to God about being thankful that I can help in this way. And gratitude for keeping me safe, even when my fear bubbles up a little bit. Moving into this new phase, this awakening that we're moving into, it is wonderful. We are moving into duality. We are awakening so much that we're able to see more than what we saw before. The light and the dark, the yin and the yang. And we don't ever need to be afraid of it. We just need to know how to manage it, how to protect our bodies, how to protect our families, our homes, our buildings, our land. And we're getting there, aren't we? So again, listen to that podcast previously about closing portals. There's one about crossing people over, which kind of fits into this. And then if you're hearing this and you need to have your house cleared, my first instinct is to walk you through it because I know that you are chosen. We're all anointed. We're all chosen by a loving God. We can do this work. And I love to support you. So you can reach out and tell me what's going on and I can tell you what to do next. If you live close enough to Des Moines, Iowa, I could go there and help you. If not, I can connect you with somebody in your area that would be good to come and help you. 
we can do anything. We are not without um, resources. We have God with us all the time. In fact, I believe spiritually we are limitless. The only thing that limits us is our, our faith. Sometimes when we disbelieve, we do not have the same resources or power at our fingertips. And the more we believe that we are empowered to do these magnificent, magical things like clearing demons and closing portals, clearing attachments, the more we can help ourselves and each other and God. Well, I wanted to share that story with you today because it's one of the weird ones in my life that certainly formed who I am as an angel communicator and psychic medium and someone who actively often is clearing people and entities and buildings and land. And I love to do it because every time we get rid of the dark, guess what? We see more light. If you'd like to connect for a session or to take a class, I do teach a lot of classes about closing portals and using angel oracle cards and connecting to spirit. I've got some past life class coming up and some safety and survival for empath class coming up. If you have an intuitive child at home or a grandchild, there is a course coming up. It's a one day workshop, in fact, that you may love. So look that up by going to rachelcorpus.com. If you want to find me on Facebook, look for at Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, Instagram, the Angel Counselor, and I invite you to please subscribe to this podcast so you know when more episodes have been released and share this podcast with people that you love that are ready to hear it. As a gift to you today from the angels, let's sit in that beautiful light that we are made of and let's pull a card. As I pull this angel oracle card, this is information for you, darling, to help you in the week ahead. And we know that the angels are capable of pulling a card that's for you and for everyone else, somehow all at the same time. So let's pull that card now. You may hear me shuffling a little bit. And I've got two cards. I have the nature card. It's an invitation to go out in nature. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we're in nature, we are in the creator's creation. We are right there. And the vibrational frequency, the good vibes of nature can always heal us. It is a great way to step into the light and feel God, not as somewhere else, but God within and around us, all through us. You are invited to go into nature this week because, baby, you're probably going to need it. So take the invitation, go walking, go sit on a bench, get a coffee, go drive your car and look at some water. If it's warm, put your feet in the water. And then the second card is surrender and release. The angels hope that as you heard this episode guided by them, that anything that caught you as something fearful or I can't do that or I'm not ready, could you please surrender and release that? Because the truth is, darling, you are ready. You're capable of all of this. And you have the right and the privilege to practice and own that where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. Your growth 
is going to unfold in the most perfect, beautiful way. Stay active, ask questions, pray, be open to the process, and know whatever's happening is perfect and designed just for you. If you have not heard this today or lately, let me say from the angels, you are loved. I love you. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Angel Talk with me, Rachel Corpus, angel communicator and psychic medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.